Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Hello, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and in order to discuss the, the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I'm going to start going over the stats, and um, everything's looking really good in regards to the stats. I know I always have people out there that tell me, hey, you know, I think that the market's going to go down and all of that kind of good stuff. And it may, you know, because what goes up comes down. But we're in a period right here where everything is definitely staying very steady, and it has been that way for the last year. And so when you're you're looking at it, the number of homes that sold last week were 512, and that's just the homes. And again, this is Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and Lake Counties all combined. The median price of a single-family home was at 445000 which was up from the week before. And um, the inventory actually increased by 94, and so now it's at 3726. Um, so when we're looking at that and we're looking at how everything shakes down and all the different price points and everything, there were 46 that sold under 250,000. 39 between 250 and 300, 122 between 300 and 400, 96 between 400 and 500, 175 between 500 and a million, and 34 over a million. So whatever price range you are in, there are definitely houses that are selling in that price range. Overall, we have a 1.68 mark um, month of inventory, which is really low because a normal market is between four and six months. We're um, under two months, under 250, um, and all the way up to a million. We're um, under two months of inventory and everything, and then over a million, we're at 3.46. So when you're looking at that, um, that's just showing that the market is really strong and there isn't a lot of houses out there. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm always looking for unlisted properties that we can find for our buyers. And we do a pretty good job of finding them. And so it's uh, it's fun. We've got our systems in order to make all that good stuff happen. Now, if you're wondering what the asking price to um actually what the the sales price is compared to the asking price is it's at 98.22 and that's pretty consistent across the board um, in regards to the way it's been for months as well now under um, 250 it's at 95.63 however and over a million it's at 96.21 but all of those other numbers in between they're at 98 99 99 98 you know so basically Everything over 250 up to a million is pretty much in that 98 to 99 range. So they're going pretty close to asking price when you're looking at it, you know, from that standpoint. Now, when you're looking at the condos, townhomes, and villas, last week there were 167 of them, which it was 156 the week before, so pretty consistent in that. And the median price is 290000 um, it was about 275 the week before. So that number continues to increase significantly. It was always about, 
you know, 250 was our median um, price for these properties, but now it's at 290. So it's getting closer. Um, it's still quite a bit different, 445 to 290 from a condo to a home. So a lot of people that are thinking that they want to save money and not go in really heavy, that they're going to go into a condo or a townhouse and they can do that because they're making, you know, there, there, there's less um, money to be spent on that. But then on the other side of it, there are condo fees and, and homeowners association dues that might also make it higher. So you just have to look at the whole big picture. But when we're breaking down that 167 where they're ranging um, of the condos, townhomes, and villas, only 32 of them were under we were between um, 250 and 300, and there were 55 of them under 250. Then 44 between 300 and 400, 24 between 400 and 500, 10 bef- between 500 and a million, and two of them over mil- over a million. So when you're looking at that inventory, it's exactly at two months of worth of inventory is where we're at. Um, when you're under 250, we're at under two, um, all the way up to 300 to 400, we're at 2.06. Then 400 to 500, we're at 2.33 months of inventory. 500 to a million, we're at 4.43, so it's kind of a normal market there. But then over a million with two of them selling last week, we're only at two months of inventory because there's 17 of those on the market. So when you're looking at it, and then you're looking at what the sales to asking price is, they were at 98.26 overall. So they're staying really close to the single family homes as well. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the articles that I found fascinating this week, and it's not anything new to me really, but I thought that it was really interesting, is that a third of the U.S. buyers are using cash, and the numbers are actually higher in Florida. So in April, it hit its highest level since 2014, and it was its um, 35.1% in Orlando are are paying cash and 53.6 in West Palm Beach are paying cash. So um, pretty interesting statistics there. So Fort Lauderdale had 4, 42.3%, Jacksonville 52.2, Miami was 40.9, Tampa was 37.7. And then um, West Palm, like I said, was at 53.6. So basically, when you're um, looking at that, that's a lot of people that are paying cash out there. So if you are getting a loan, you are still competing with those cash buyers out there. So I think that everybody just needs to be aware of that. We have plans and systems and things that we can do to combat that. But it's just something to keep in the back of your mind that you need to know. There are FHA loans that um, that we that are happening quite prevalent and everything like that. Orlando um, had twenty one percent of the properties that closed used FHA loans, and um, and Fort Lauderdale was seventeen point two, Jacksonville was eighteen point one, Miami seventeen point eight, Tampa twenty point seven. 
and West Palm was 14.5. So we win at that one. And VA loans, um, Orlando, we were at 6.3% of the people t- did VA loans. And Tampa was 10.3. They were the highest. Um, no, Jacksonville was the highest in the state at 14.3. But um, I think everybody should know about VA loans if you are a veteran's. Then I then a veteran. Then basically, there is a government loan out there that allows you to buy a house at a hundred percent financing, and it's just a way to thank you, you know, really for your service. And um, so the government backs this up, and there is no loan limit on FH on VA loans. There used to be, but there isn't anymore. And um, so if you are a veteran and you want to get that loan, there's some things that you need to do. Um, You get an eligibility letter. You can't have more than one loan out, but it's a great program for veterans and everybody should take advantage of it. You don't have to put 100% down, but um, it does give you, um, it, it does give you more grace than some of the other loans if you're able to do that and the last category in here that it was talking about was the jumbo loans that happened in Orlando 2.8 percent of the loans that were given out there were jumbo loans and a jumbo loan is something that is over I'm not sure what the jumbos category is it doesn't say exactly on here they are usually higher interest rates and obviously um, you know higher amounts it used to be somewhere around six or seven hundred thousand was considered a jumbo loan, but I'd have to look up what that is. So, in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407 566 2555. You can find us online at Central Florida Real Estate Radio.com, and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And you can text that number as well. So again, that's 407-566-2555. So there um, are some myths out there about FHA loans. And so there was an article that kind of uh, went through all that stuff. So I thought I would talk about it. And what an FHA loan is, is it's a loan that is backed by the government. And we just talked in the last segment that there was an article that came out and it was showing for April, the share that was that was here in Orlando and 21% of the properties that sold in Orlando um, were FHA loans last month. So it's, uh, you know, and then when we were looking at cash, cash was a total of 35.1%. So it cash is higher, but FHA was still a really big number in regards to the way that people finance their homes. So just to be sure um, that everybody knows that FHA loans are not only for first time buyers, everybody can qualify for them. And um, first timers can greatly benefit from FHA loans and are not the only buyers that can qualify for one. Anyone um, can qualify as long as they meet the financial requirements. And first time home buyers often view it as more attractive option because it helps them buy a loan even if they have a lower credit score and a little down payment. And there are conventional loans that also you can have a low down payment as well, but FHA is one of the more forgiving ones. Um, the other one, the myth is, is that you can't get an FHA loan if you have student loans. And this is again, um, 
untrue. Lenders do factor student loan debt into a borrower's debt-to-income ratio, but the guidelines have changed. FHA lenders must use the actual payment amount for student loans or 0.5% of the student loan balance is the payment is showing zero or deferred. And I have run into this um, with people before, that if they didn't have a payment, then um, they had to, to consider this part of the FHA loan, um, you know, as a, as a debt that they had to pay a 0.5% of the total of the total loan. But if you do have a payment, it can just be that. So um, that in can, in many cases, I had a guy that, you know, he had a hundred thousand in loans, but he only had to pay like a hundred dollars a month. And so with that, you know, 0.5% is a lot higher than that $100. So basically, it was a better situation, you know, the way that that you're doing right now. Um, Another myth is that if you make a 20% down payment on an FHA loan, you don't need FHA mortgage insurance. This changed a few years ago. And basically, um, no matter... um, you know, how much the down payment is that you're required to pay mortgage insurance through um, MIP. So it's an MIP, which is a mortgage insurance premium, which protects FHA lenders in case borrowers are unable to pay back the loan. So they're paid up front at closing and throughout the life of the loan on a monthly basis. And if a borrower has a down payment of at least 10%, then they're eligible for the MIP to drop off after 11 years. But um, basically, they stick with the loan a lot longer than they used to. On a conventional loan, if the value of the property um, exceeds, you know, where you have at least 20% equity, then that mortgage insurance falls away. That isn't necessarily the case on an FHA loan. So you definitely need to know um, that that is the case in regards to that. And another myth is that there are income limits for FHA loans and there are no income limits that would disqualify or prevent anyone from obtaining an FHA insured loan. But you do need a two year employment history and established credit history to qualify. I know that um, we were talking to a lady this week that she um, pays everything in cash and so she has no credit score. And that's not necessarily good if you want to get a loan. So you do, there are things that you can do to go ahead and establish credit and get it going. And, you know, then if you've got your two years of employment because they want to make sure that you can actually, you know, pay back the loan. So it's really a, a big thing that people are looking for. Uh, The next myth here is that FHA loans are only for single-family homes. And FHA loans can be used to purchase properties with one to four units. So if you're buying a duplex and you want to rent out part of it, you can do an FHA loan on that. Or if a fourplex, so up to a fourplex. So if it had four units, you could go ahead and um, live in one and you could rent out the other three and get an FHA loan on it. So um, manufactured homes, if the home's value is within the FHA loan limits, and FHA even offers a limited 203K program that I was ours that offers buyers and homeowners to add 35000 to their mortgage if they use it to repair, improve, or upgrade their home. So that's another um, thing that people like to use as well. So the FHA limits for single-family properties um, in our area, I believe, is $472,030. And that's what it says. Um, so 
and lower cost areas, which we are considered, or it can go up to a million um, eighty nine thousand in um, areas that are more expensive. But I'm pretty sure in our area that it's right around that four seventy two is what the loan limits are on the FHA loans. So if you have any questions on that, we can definitely help you and get you in touch with the lender that can definitely help you through that. But usually you have higher um, um, debt to income ratios and that kind of stuff. So it's a little more forgiving than conventional at times. And so it's, it ends up being a good plan for a lot of people. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 62555. So there's a new program out there as well for renters. And I was talking to several people this week that we were talking about, you know, the rental rates and what's going on out there. And it's in Central Florida, it's like if you look on apartments.com or you look on um, hotpads.com, you know, those are two places that that have a lot of rentals on it. Um, I like them because they're places where individual owners can post them or um, corporate people can post them and apartment buildings and all that kind of stuff. But they're kind of map related. So you can just go in there and you can see um, in a specific area, you know, what the rental rates and everything are going out there. And um, so they're tough. I mean, they're, they're, they're high, in my opinion. Um, basically, you know, if you're looking for a one bedroom, it's hard to find something under fifteen hundred, and a two bedroom, two bath. I mean, eighteen, nineteen hundred, all day long. There's a lot of those places that are out there. So um, there is a renter fee bill that has come into play. That um, it it renters may get the option to pay a monthly fee instead of a security deposit. However, the fee cannot be used to cover any damage or costs. And so um, I don't understand 100% about this bill. I have to read more about it. But it comes into effect July 1st of 2023, so right around the corner. So I'm going to have to do more research on it. But I just wanted to bring everybody's attention to it so that you can do your own research on it and see if it's something that... um, you know, that you're interested in, but it wanted to charge people an extra fee on a monthly basis, as opposed to having to come up with huge security deposits and all of that kind of thing. And there are rules to this. And so as a landlord, you can't just do it, you know, off the fly, you actually have to research it, like I said, and figure out, um, you know, really what's the best situation for you and, you know, and possibly your renters. And so it might be a way there you might be able to, to capture some more rental income, but, um, you know, you're not going to have that security deposit and everything. So there's people that are definitely um, more confident with that security deposit. But then there's other um, land landlords that don't really care if they have a security deposit or not. And so this gives them another option when it comes to that. So there's a lot of options in real estate and everything out there. So you just need to know, you know, what you're looking for and we'll definitely help you through those waters, whatever they are. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555 or you can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we will see you after the break. 
You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I found an interesting article um, out there this week, and it talks about that more inherited home recipients prefer to sell. And they're faced with the cost of property insurance, taxes, and utilities. So more children inheriting parents' homes are deciding it's best to sell rather than to move in. So I found that pretty interesting. And basically, um, more than three quarters of parents plan to leave a home to their children when they die, according to a 2023 Charles Schwab survey. And almost 70% of those who expect to inherit a home from their parents plan to sell it, the survey found. So um, basically, you know, when it, what it comes down to is that, you know, if they're in a different area, I mean, it might totally make sense. And, and throughout this article, they were talking about that the kids were inheriting a home in a town where they didn't live or even a state that they didn't live. And so it made more sense for them to sell it than to actually, um, you know, keep it. So there's, they didn't have any desire that they were going to move in. And even if they were going to keep it as a second home, the cost of insurance, taxes, and utilities was more than what they they expected or wanted to maintain. And so it would be better for them to, you know, just go ahead and rent a place when they come down. And then with the Airbnbs and all that kind of stuff that exists out there today, you do have a lot of options that you can rent a house, you know, maybe for a week or a month or something like that, the time period that you were going to come. And it doesn't make sense to hold on to it. So I thought that that was really interesting of what people were thinking and what they wanted to do. And, you know, I, I think obviously that it's great for people to invest in real estate and, you know, to have those kinds of incomes and that passive income that they might get that, that they want to go, but everybody's needs and, and everything are different. And if it's something that you're not confident in, then usually it's something that you don't necessarily want to do. And so, um, you know, we're always more than happy to talk to people to find out if it is the best thing for you to do to, to, to sell it or if it's something that you want to, um, you know, hang on to and maybe have it as a second home, maybe rent it out and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I found it pretty interesting that as many as they want to give it to them, 75% of the parents want to give it to their kids and 70% of those kids are going to sell it. So I wonder if they have that discussion before it all happens to know that everybody's on the same page or what everybody wants to do. And, you know, when they're discussing it probably years before, um, you know, it actually happens, they don't necessarily, they what they thought at one point in time is completely different than when it actually happens. So I'm not sure if 70% of those kids actually do sell or just now they're thinking, I don't want that house. I want to sell it. And many times it might just be that they, they want to keep it for sentimental reasons, you know, it, it's not as much today that it was the generational home where everybody or not the generational, but the, um, you know, the home that everybody, you know, grew up in and that you want to carry it from one family member to the other. And now it's like that, 
that second generation might have different needs than the, um, you know, parent generation. And so they might want to sell it for that reason and that kind of thing. But um, everybody has different goals and different things of what they want to look at and what they want to do. But I just thought that that was uh, completely interesting in regards to what's going on out there. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. Now, um, another article that came out this week that I thought was interesting as well, which is talking about the builders and what they're doing. And it says that single family is still stronger outside of the city core and that kind of thing. So basically what it comes down to is that, um, the majority, 24.5% of the single family home building that's going on right now is in the metro suburban counties. And I would say that that is probably true here in central Florida. It talks about 15.7% of the new homes are in large metro core counties. And, um, you know, Basically, when you're looking at Central Florida, you know, a lot of the core counties are pretty much built out. I mean, they always find another little place or a little pocket where they can build. But if you're looking at the outlying ones, they might have a lot more going on because there there was more farmland or or more land or whatever that was out there. And it's not just farmland that's turning into single family homes. You know, I know a lot of times people would say those areas were orange groves and that kind of thing. But there's just plain, um, you know, kind of forest that is out there. And I don't know if it's, uh, you know, real forest or what it is, but it's just kind of brush land, I guess is what it is. And a lot of that is, um, you know, developed and everything. I was at a couple of home builders this week with um, a customer and they ended up buying one. And there are inventory homes out there that I'm finding, um, you know, a little bit here and there that are ready to buy now. So if you are interested in a new home, um, there are some there are some inventory homes out there. Now, many times, unfortunately, they were homes that came back to the builder because the original buyer was not able to close on it. And sometimes they just changed their mind. I know one of the houses that was in inventory that I was talking to a builder came back because when the house was built, the um, buyer did not like the way that the outside of it looked. When they picked it, they liked it, but they obviously didn't see everything. They didn't like the way that the siding looked on that home. So they gave it back to the builder and they um, actually are building another one. So it's not all that people don't qualify. It was just that they didn't like the way that it looked. And I actually thought it made it look interesting the way that it was. But, you know, everybody's different when it comes to their tastefulness and all of that kind of thing. So there's definitely different um, things available for different people. But the thing that I found that was interesting is that there were, um, with specific builders, there were several inventory homes. And we haven't experienced that for quite some time. You know, it's like, 
a year ago, it was like, oh, you have to wait 18 months, you know, in order to have a home build and all of that kind of stuff. And so there are inventory homes that are out there. There were some that were ready now. There were some that were ready um, a month from now. And then several that were four to six months and that kind of thing, too. But I was actually pretty surprised at how many inventory homes that there were. And, um, you know, finding them online is not easy to find. So again, that's kind of goes to our unlisted homes. I mean, in our multiple listing service, which is what the realtors use, is that there are a lot of homes in there that were new builds, but they weren't accurate in regards to, um, you know, the number, the, the amount that they were charging and the specific address was not matching up 100% with some of those builders and that kind of thing as well. And then I actually talked to a builder and, um, you know, called their number and talked to them and, and they told me, you know, what was going on in that community. So we went to that community and when we got there, I found that that was not accurate either um, in regards to knowing some of them that had already sold and and some of them that weren't quite on the market and that kind of thing yet. So, um, you know, so a lot of times when you are buying a new home, actually going into the builder is required. And there are so many communities that are out there. I think it takes a lot to navigate through those waters to actually find the specific new build or the builder that you want, the amenities that you want in the community and all of the fees and everything that go along with it. But um, there's a lot of opportunity out there in the new construction realm. And if that's something that you want to do, we can get you the floor plans. We can find out what's going on and find you the straight scoop. So you don't have to be running around, um, you know, checking out all of these different places, you know, it, that may or may not match what you're looking for. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you'd like to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I, I, I thought that this would help people. You know, it's like 11 features that help you sell faster if you have a home to sell. And um, so this is a study that was done. And um Basically, 92% of the people want a laundry room. In Central Florida, you find some of the laundry rooms are in the garage, but um, people really want the laundry room, even if it's like on the way to the garage, but it's inside. People like it better. I know that there are some people that have those laundry rooms in the garage and, and they've told me that they find sometimes bugs in their laundry and stuff like that. So they would prefer to, most people would prefer to have the laundry room inside of the house. And depending on where all the bedrooms are, sometimes um, is where the laundry room is. You know, sometimes it's on the second level if that's where all the bedrooms are and that kind of stuff. And it makes sense because you don't have to carry everything up and down and, and just keep it all in one spot. So um, laundry room, 92% of the people are looking for it. So that's something that is important to people. 90% of the people are looking for Energy Star appliances. And um, I thought that all new appliances really were Energy Star. I just recently had to get a new refrigerator and I found that that is not true. 
that um, only uh, probably about 50% of the refrigerators and everything that are out there are Energy Star, if that, if any, even that amount. And so um, people are looking for Energy Star appliances. Um, even if it's not Energy Star, it may not take up that much electricity. But to get that star rating, uh, they have to go through a lot more hoops and all of the refrigerators and all of that stuff don't have it. So that was something that I found interesting. 86% of the people are looking for ceiling fans. And I do think that this is um, something that in Central Florida is important to people because you just like to get that air moving and everything. So that's something that that people are definitely, um, you know, looking for. Um, basically, um, what... Um, 83% are looking for a main bath on the first level. And I do think that this is really something that people definitely, it depends on their age, I guess, is what I'm going to say when it comes to that. Because if they are middle age or later, they're thinking they definitely want a a bathroom on the first floor. They're like, just even if I have to have knee surgery or hip surgery or I break my leg or something like that, they want to have some kind of um, bathroom on the first floor that they don't have to go up the stairs. And it's not necessarily going to be forever or always or whatever that they don't want to use the stairs, but they're concerned that there's going to be a period of time where they don't want to use the stairs. And so 83% of the people are looking for some kind of full bath on the first floor. So if you're looking at a house, I think these things are all good to know and that kind of stuff to consider as well. And in, you know, many new builds, I know I was talking about that last segment, they don't necessarily have the ceiling fans installed, but if they have it pre-wired and everything for it, then it makes it so that you can go ahead and put them in pretty easily. 81% of the people are looking for garage storage. And as you guys know, in Central Florida, obviously, um, there's no basements. So storage is a big thing. So if you do have a two-story, a lot of times the um, storage can actually be underneath the stairs. But people like to have storage in the garage. And I was meeting with um, somebody this week that when we were looking at the garages, he said, I look at the garages because I'm looking to see if there's extra storage space or a place that I can hit, hit my, put my high truck and that kind of thing. So garages are important to people most of the time as well. And 81% um, of the people would like more insulation than required by code. This isn't anything that is readily seen when you're looking at a house. It's something that you have to ask. And so that's something that um, may or may not bring you in more money because the person who's looking at it, they would like to know about that insulation, but it's not necessarily going to be a deal breaker on the house. But um, it is something that they would like. So next on our list is eat-in kitchen. 80% of the people would like to have that. 80% walk-in and pantry. I see that all the time. People are always asking, you know, where's the pantry? Where are we going to store stuff? You know, all of that. And the bigger the pantry are, is, the more that they like it. I know that from showing lots of houses all the time. If you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407 566 2555. 
That's 407-566-2555. So basically, um, you know, when it comes down to it, what I'm talking about right now are home features that help sell your home faster that people are looking for. So we were talking about the laundry room, Energy Star appliances, ceiling fans, a main floor bathroom, uh, garage storage, uh, more um, insulation than required by code, eat-in kitchen, and a walk-in pantry. And then um, another thing that people are looking for, 90% of them are looking for exterior lighting. And that's something, again, that you don't necessarily see when you're looking at houses this time of year. We're getting down close to the, um, you know, longest day of the year. And so people aren't necessarily thinking about that outside lighting, but that is something that they want to make sure that exists at least on the garage doors. And um, if you've got that in front and everything that you can, that you can have that. And maybe it's just a a street light that they want it, that they see out there and everything. That's something that people are looking for. 86% of the people also are looking for a patio. And I do find that people are looking for that outside area. You know, even though, you know, we're in our hot season and all that kind of stuff, they do want to have a place where they can go outside and relax and everything. So if it's a covered lanai, that I think is better um, a lot of times. And then you have some that's not covered as well. So all of those things are things that people are looking at. And then this article said 82% of hardwood on the main level. In Central Florida, I would say that that's not necessarily true, that people are looking for hardwood because they know with the humidity and the all of the moisture and all of that kind of good stuff, that they don't always want hardwood. But they do want something that is not carpet. Uh, uh, most people that I work with, they don't like carpet. Um, carpet is okay for some of them in the bedrooms, but some people don't even like that. And so if it's got tile throughout or it's got porcelain or it's got that luxury vinyl plank, um, those are the main things that people are looking for. Laminate used to be something that some people wanted, but laminate is not something that um, people go for today. Um, the, the vinyl plank is something that looks like wood and um, is a lot more durable than laminate. And so a lot of people like that. So those are things that people are looking for. But I want to talk about a house today. And I've just got a, a small period of time to go into it. This is a property that's actually in Winter Garden in Fuller's Crossing. So it's a really nice neighborhood out there. This home is actually 3,000 square feet, and it features five bedrooms and three and a half baths. So with that, um, you know, you could go ahead and, um, you know, it has a spacious open first floor with an amazing floor plan. Formal spaces greet you as you enter the Winter Garden home. It has great outdoor spaces, uh, and it's close to the West Orange Trail, historic downtown Winter Garden, and major expressways. The master bedroom is on the main level with an ensuite bath and a large walk-in closet. All bedrooms upstairs have their own walk-in closets, and it has to spread, uh, space to spread out with the formal living family room and bonus room, and all rooms have new blinds and all of those kinds of good things. So there's plenty of great things, and the price tag is right around a 
half a million. It's 519. So if that's something that interests you, you know, give us a call and we'll get you more details. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.